So about a month ago, I met with my spiritual director and I said, Father Dennis, I have good news and I have bad news. He goes, well, tell me. So I said, well, the good news is I've been assigned to Our Lady of Lords, this flourishing, beautiful parish. He goes, well, what's the bad news? I said, the bad news is that I have to preach adjacent to one of the finest preachers, Father Brian. <laughs> and he said, oh, that is bad. <laughs> then he said, I'm going to give you some advice. He said, I'll give you the advice that my spiritual director gave me. He said, Daryl, do your lousy best. My lousy best? He said, do your lousy best and God will do the rest. So today, I'm going to do my lousy best. And we'll pray like mad that the Holy Spirit helps us with the rest. I don't know about you, but when I read the gospel, I love to put myself in the setting as if I was there. And so today, we are not amongst the crowds. Now we find ourselves in the house with Jesus, where he's invited just kind of a small number of his disciples to teach us. So it's a very intimate group, and we're very blessed to be there. And today we hear Jesus say to us, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field. And then he says, the kingdom is like a merchant who finds a pearl of great value. And then he says, the kingdom is like a net which catches all kinds of fish. And then he concludes with saying, do you understand all these things? And all the disciples around me are nodding their head up and down saying yes. And I'm like, no, I don't understand. I don't say that, but I'm thinking, I don't understand. I have hundreds of questions about the kingdom of heaven. Like, what is it? Where is it? How do I get there? Those are the questions that I wanted to yell out to Jesus, but I didn't. I sat on my hands and I probably was too embarrassed to say anything. So anyway, here we are 2,000 years later. Let's not be embarrassed to ask those questions. Let's talk about those three. So the first question, what is the kingdom of heaven? And we know from our readings that it's this amazing, priceless treasure that any wise man would gladly give everything for it. It's a life of an opportunity. But yet it's still hard for us to understand that. What is the kingdom? The priests tell us that it's the reign of God, that Jesus Christ himself is the kingdom, and the church, all of us, the militant, the penitent, the triumphant, we all are the kingdom of heaven. But still, to me, it's a mystery. It's hard to understand that. Until a wise old priest once said, I'll tell you what the kingdom of is. He said, it's like a radio. If you turn it on, and if you tune it to your favorite station, and if you turn up the volume all the way, pretty soon your favorite song comes on and you find yourself tapping your toe. And then you find yourself wiggling your hips a little bit. And then you find yourself singing along with the words and find, you find yourself dancing and singing to that music and you're caught up in it and the sound just surrounds you, it absorbs you. And he said, that's what the kingdom of God is. He said, if you're switched on, you can hear and feel the truth and the goodness and the beauty of this creation. We've all kind of experienced it. The sunset on a beautiful beach. You want to dance and sing, it's so beautiful. 
So that's, I think, what the kingdom of God is. Where is the kingdom of God? Many people believe that the kingdom of God is in heaven there at the end of time. And we do too. But we also believe that the kingdom of God is here and now. And in a perfect state, there and then at the end of time. Pope Benedict said, the kingdom of God is not to be found on a map. It is located in man's inner being. I like to think of a morning sunrise. Before the sun has crested the horizon, it's light and it's warm. And then when that sun crests, there's more light and there's more warmth. And I think that's how we can think about the kingdom of God. It's here and now. And then that sun rises and it's there and then in that perfect state. Now on to the three big questions, or the questions of how do I get to the kingdom, the toughest one. If you read scripture, there's hundreds of examples of how to get to the kingdom. And I'd selected three today. First one is from the Old Testament. Our first reading, as a matter of fact, and you heard the first reader talk about King Solomon, who lived a thousand years before Christ. And he was legendary for his great wisdom but the story that we're told about today was when he was a young king. And in a dream, God asked him, ask something of me and I will give it to you. And the young King Solomon said, give your servant an understanding mind to govern your people that I may discern between good and evil. And God said to him, because you have asked this and have not asked for a long life or riches, I give you a wise and discerning mind. I also give you what you have not asked for, riches and honor. So friends, now is the time for us in our prayer life to ask for wisdom. Wisdom of the heart. Because when that wisdom comes, we get this sense of understanding that everything is going to be all right. Number two, also in the chapter of Matthew, the first discourse, but we know it as the Beatitudes. And the first verse of the Beatitudes is, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I like to listen to Bishop Robert Barron. And he said, Blessed could mean lucky. Lucky are those people who are in poor in spirit. Lucky are those people who do not have attachments to this world. They already have the kingdom of heaven. So friends, now is the time to assess our own behavior. Are we attached to wealth, honor, riches, power? Do we spend too much time in social media? Do we buy too many things? Do we criticize? Do we gossip? Do we, are we prideful? Now is the time to pray for the strength to abandon those addictions to the things of this world. And last, I go to one of the epistles. This is 1 Peter, and I love it. He says, this is how you get along with people. This is how you get along with each other. Be sympathetic and loving to one another. Be
Be kindly disposed and humble. Do not return evil for evil or insult for insult. And here's the best line of them all. Return instead with a blessing. My son, Father John, likes to talk about the way to get to heaven is a team sport, not an individual sport. And because we all played rugby, we think of rugby as the ultimate team sport. And if you're the, in the scrum of that rugby team, you are wrapped your arms around your teammates. And not only do you put your arms around them, but you grab onto their clothes so that you cannot be knocked away. Your arms cannot be knocked off. And then you place your head between the hips of the men in front of you, and you push with your shoulders. And that scrum is so tied together, so tight, that no one can break it apart. And you push to the goal line together. And it's a lot of work. But getting our friends, our neighbors, our spouse to heaven is also a lot of work. So friends, now is the time to identify that person that has hurt you and send a blessing on them. Pull them into the scrum and lock arms with them as we all move forward in this pilgrimage towards the rising sun. Let me close with a prayer to the Blessed Mother and ask her to intercede for us. Mother Mary, we ask you to talk to your son Jesus on our behalf. We will do our lousy best, but we ask him to help us to put our prayers in proper order, to help us live as though nothing in this world finally matters and to help us bless our spouse, our child, our relatives, our friends, especially when they hurt us. And finally, remind us that this kingdom is God's offer of a unique and beautiful chance and that is backed up by a stern warning not to miss it. Amen.